Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss mother's day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones blue nile has something she'll adore need it fast most items can ship overnight plus enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns don't miss our special mother's day deals save big on the season's most beautiful trends For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister. We're back, together again. The sisters, Beatrice has returned, although apparently she needn't have bothered. Beatrice, how do you feel about the reception that Brandon got for his guest spot? Delighted, delighted. I'm like so delighted that everybody, that he was so well received and that I'm so easily replaceable. Absolutely over the moon on a more serious note however it did make me think as I shuddered with dread today realized oh my god it's already Sunday at 5 p.m and I've got to do this stupid podcast I was like you know what maybe Brandon can do it from now on good luck to him good luck to both of you and I can just relax have a nice class of wine marriage would last long through that did you listen to the episode I didn't I didn't what if he is brilliant Oh my God! Can't I didn't, didn't even listen to it. I will. I was literally. It's, it's the weekend. I only. <laughs> I only noticed it was up yesterday. There have been a few technical difficulties because we switched hosts a couple of weeks ago. So there are a few people who didn't get the last two episodes until if they were listening on Apple Podcasts, they would have got them a bit late. So I'm very sorry about that. But that is a good time to remind you that if you sign up to our Patreon, you get an extra episode each and every week. Each and every Friday, you get a bonus episode on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash notwithoutmysister. And you help keep the lights on in the Not Without My Sister studio. Well, listen. Which is now beautifully lit. Yeah, I look absolutely glorious. Did you think he was good? Like, was he was he any good for an amateur? Was he good? I mean, Beatrice, he's so American. He was as confident. Before we started, <laughs> I was like, you know, do you mind doing this? Are you a bit nervous? Just like, just try to relax and be... I needn't have bothered saying anything. He was like, sat down like he was born to sit in front of a microphone. Delighted with himself. <laughs> American and male. I suppose it's a double whammy. Yeah, and at one point I kind of corrected him where I was like, oh no, don't say that in the podcast. And he just argued with me. He didn't go like, oh, you're the expert. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. It's your podcast. He's uh, like, don't be ridiculous. Uh, I mean, have you I met am the th- expert. Have you met this husband of yours? I, I think he is, <laughs> he is the expert on everything. 
regardless of like he is what mansplaining was invented for didn't the story go that she was at a party and she met so she met some guy who proceeded to tell her like about a book that he had read and she said actually i wrote that book and he then went to tell her like the contents of the book and what she meant by everything that she said i'm like i feel like that's brandon you could say oh brandon i wrote this in my book and he's like did you let me check google he would actually. He'd be like, I'm sure you wrote something different. But like, yeah. knowing my memory, he'd be right. He does love an old Google check. He does. Oh, God bless him. No, but he was great. And we're very grateful to him for stepping in. It'll be Don's turn next. Yeah, Don's dying to correct every false memory of his. <laughs> well, you know what? A couple of months ago, Brandon said that he was dying to correct every false narrative that he had been, you know, embroiled in on the podcast. But he just totally forgot about them. So... You can only hope that that happens, Don, as well. They obviously weren't a today. Big deal. I thought today I thought we'd have a little chat. We could talk about a few of the things that we've been consuming lately in terms of culture, Beatrice. Not, oh. I mean, I've been consuming some delicious sugared cashews. I've been consuming nothing. I I joined Weight Watchers and I'm tired. Ten days later, I am. I opened the press today and I was like, oh, I can't even have those two cashews that are staring at me. I mean, I can. I know anybody from Weight Watchers would be like, you can't. That's the whole point. You can have whatever you like, but you can't, right? You literally can't. I ate my 17 points. I'm tracking. So this is a bit of a you laugh. I, I didn't trust Weight Watchers the first time I did it as, as much because it was like you could have so many ridiculous things up to like 26 points or whatever it was. And now yeah. they've drastically reduced the points, but you get extra points if you eat like healthy stuff, right? So you can... Yeah. If I were to you can munch eat like my way through a sack of lettuce, I'd have an extra 20 points. And I decided okay, yeah. it must be that they kind of think that a point is going to be on average X number of calories. And therefore, but that if you eat, like if you use your points with, you know, lettuce and stuff, they realize that's 20 calories. So at the end of the, so I used all 17 of my calories anyway. And 17 of my calories, 17 of my, this sort of feels like 17 of my points. And then on the other side, I'm tracking on the new map because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't like going over my calories. Right. So 17. Are you still paying for Noom? Oh, I canceled it. But like I have it for the rest of the year. You know, the kind of thing. So I was like, might as well use this. So 17 points. Had eaten all of them. Went on to Noom, had eaten 235 calories. Right. But obviously what they're trying to say is you can eat because there are so many things that you can eat ad infinitum, you know. So they're obviously like, when you sit down, it's really like, mom, why don't you sit down and have a banana? Why don't you cook yourself a delicious bowl of Brussels sprouts? I was like, oh, I'm so bored with all the food prep. And I know this what I know this is normal living, but like, it's not normal living for me. I'm usually like, what's the easiest, fastest, most delicious thing in the freezer that I'm just going to cook and put some cheese on? That's usually my... I know, and like the whole idea as well that like you can eat as many you can eat as many vegetables as you want, and you and you actually get because nobody you don't overeat vegetables. You don't sit in front of the TV and eat like pint after pint of vegetables. No, and as well, like I was, I was also thinking that just now when I had my dinner, I had a delicious Italian sausage. It was actually delicious. Like mouth was watering. I was, and I also was wondering if I like if I plan to have two of the like normally I would only eat one. I'd be like, well, that's one sausage. That's perfect. But today, because I'm absolutely thinking about food and I'll stop, I was like, I wonder if I could have two of those. Well, no, I couldn't. My points wouldn't let me. So I had a massive salad to go with it. And then halfway through the salad, I was like, this is actually really tasty, but I'm so bored chewing it. So I left half it. Like, how often would I be leaving my dinner behind? But I'm so satiated, so, so happy with my delicious dinner. And I've lost one pound in the 10 days. So I'm not delighted with myself. Well, it's a good thing then that I didn't want to talk about the food you consumed, but instead wanted to talk about 
the books and films and TV that you'd consumed since the last time we talked about this, which actually was ages ago. And you're not allowed to talk about Margaret Heffernan. Oh. And you're also not allowed to talk about that one who went to the jungle and did Audrey, st- yeah. Audrey no, Shulman. No, no, no. Well, I Bastards. am reading. Uh-huh. I am. I'm, I'm not reading Theory of Bastards. I'm reading Audrey Shulman's second book now, another book by her. Which oh, is, really? Yes, which is entirely different. I can't remember the name of it. It's on a split timeline between an American explorer who goes to Africa to build trains to, to lay the, the, the railroad and oh. then an American researcher in modern times who goes over to study animals. I haven't gone that far yet, but it's very interesting. It and, does um, sound interesting. Yeah, and it's, of course, very well written. And the modern day American researcher is, I believe... Uh, autistic she has she's on the spectrum somehow so like it's interesting the you know her encounters how she deals with things it's it's very I mean I think your one's a great must be a great researcher because they're very detailed and very and even the historical aspect of the the guy who's come over from the states to to lay the, the railroad is you know so like the talking about the costumes talking about the interactions of like the you know historical things and and talking about his background and and how he grew up what his perception is of you know the african people that he meets etc like it's it's she's a brilliant writer i don't know why she's not more famous that kind of stuff makes me i mean as somebody who is a writer and has you know dreams of being of having having many novels published but i just don't want to do any work like that work you know what I mean? So I don't want to do Margaret all this Atwood's research. The other one is, Margaret Atwood is the other one who I'm always shocked when I read her books. And then at the end she goes, thank you so much to my research team, my team of like five people who've researched everything. Thanks for going into the archives at the local... But that's actually comforting. I'd like to have a research team. I just don't oh. want to do it myself. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There you go. That's absolutely there, fine. There's the answer. I'm currently reading The Snag List by my friend Sophie White, author Sophie White. I actually had totally forgotten that I had it because I got sent it in the post. I think it only came out about two, three weeks ago. And I got sent it in the post and put it, I think, on the coffee table. And then Jennifer, my cleaner, moved it, which is, you know, she has to move things. But then also I frequently forget that things exist when she's moved them to places that I can't see them. And then yesterday I suddenly remembered went hunting for it around the house. And I'm now halfway through and really enjoying it. It's about three women who move with their partners to this place called Monterey, which is basically like some kind of weird Stepford, not quite a commune, but a compound outside of Dublin where like all of their needs are catered for and they have staff and they have this and they have that. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of creepy, but it's also, I don't actually know what it's about really. It's about some kind of scandal that comes out. Oh, and one of the women is a, is a like YouTube mom, like a Ryan's World's mom. Oh, and I'm really enjoying it. And I finally finished, well, this is because I'm actually on a bit of a reading spree for me. Last year, I think I read about two books. This year, I got really caught in Maeve Binchy's Light a Penny Candle, which I mentioned on the podcast a couple of times that I was just still reading. Took me ages. Oh. But then in the last few days or in the last kind of week or so, I've read a book called The Love Hypothesis by Ali Hazelwood, which, as you can imagine, is a bit raunchy. The Love Hypothesis. Yeah. And it's about... It's set in this college about this PhD researcher who basically lies to her friend and tells her she's going on a date and then the friend spots her so she just snogs the like nearest man she sees and then they start pretending to be dating so that her friend will think that he's the guy she was on the date. It's stupid, like it's stupid, but it's very entertaining. Well, I'm also reading, you'll be happy to hear, here's a workbook that I'm reading, which is very interesting. It's called Impact Leaders by Liz Wiseman and I recently did a workshop in, at, in in work with a group of colleagues called 
multipliers and it's about how can you as a leader multiply the genius of the inherent genius of the tap into and multiply the genius of those around you like how can you really bring out people's full potential how can you challenge them how can you make them want to bring their full selves to work because basically the research says you know that people are much much happier if they can be their best selves at work even if it's more exhausting and more work for them it is nonetheless much more exhilarating than only bringing half of your inherent abilities to your job yeah. and so if you're that kind of a leader it's called multiplier and it's it's not to say that like you're not that everybody has multiplying tendencies and it's the opposite of being a multiplier is a diminisher so like you know if you think about bad bosses that you've had in the past why did they not make you want to be your best self and like sometimes it isn't even you know sometimes it's not even conscious it's more that they're maybe micromanaging you and or maybe they're just not explaining things well to you so you know and there's just like a lack of communication or whatever like there could be a lot of different reasons and that's called diminishing being a diminisher and the whole hypothesis is that like as an individual there's no such thing as like i i would never just be i'm a multiplier i'm i'm, I'm multiplying everybody i meet but it's like you have multiplying moments and multiplying tendencies and how do you hmm. lean into them and then you know really make sure that you're fo- like very uh consciously trying to exhibit those behaviors more than you're trying to exhibit your diminishing behaviors and how do you lean into those behaviors well some of it is like you know there so there were i think nine different types of personalities that were identified as being very you know multiplier behaviors but also diminishing it's like that saying you know your greatest strength is your greatest weakness at the same time you know like you could be a really empathic person but then you know on the flip side of that like it you're so empathic that it takes up all your time and you don't get any work done. You know, mm-hmm, you just can't, mm-hmm. or, or you're so empathic that you spend all your time indulging people's, you know, emotions and they don't get any work mm-hmm. done because they're, they're now exhausted and drained and crying at work all day long because you're, you know, tapping into that. Yeah, so this talks yeah. about it, it more identifies like, are you a rescuer? You're somebody who really wants your team to be protected. But the flip side of that is then they don't deal with their issues themselves and they look to you for guidance or, one of mine was I'm an idea fountain, right? So I have tons of ideas. But then the other side of that is that it's like drinking out of a fire hose for people. They don't know which one is an idea, which one is a plan, which one is to act on, what's a suggestion, you know, and it can be very kind of chaotic and feel like very chaotic for people who want to understand like, what's the plan? Where are we going? You know, where I'm yeah. going, well, we could be going here. And they're like, are we? I thought we were yeah, going yeah. over here. And they want a directive. Yeah. And it's not to say that like you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't be, but but it's like, how do you harness it? So, I mean, some of it is as simple as saying, hey, this is a brainstorm. And the purpose of this is for us all to throw out ideas. And we're not going to act on these unless afterwards we all align together as a team to act on one or two of them. And then we'll make a plan and we'll regroup and we'll define that. But the purpose of this meeting is to brainstorm and have ideas. So like, it's really more about clarifying your intention in that instance, right? Could be one of the ways that you lean into your multiplying behavior like if this is a skill you have how do you make it benefit everybody instead of just like fun for you you know and a nightmare for everybody else if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery think again juvederm volux xc is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime even better this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment no maintenance required improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with juvederm volux xc 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. But anyway, that's and what's so- that book called again? Well, that book is called Multipliers, but the book that I'm reading now is called Impact Leaders, right? Because I left, I left the workshop and I was like, God, that was very inspirational. And, you know, and it's so, I mean, it's, it is inspiring to think like, how can you bring out the best in people and how can you partner with people? And like, you know, you want people to also enjoy and, and feel like they are, you know, getting something out of their jobs as well. But then the, the other side of it, I was thinking, like I, I was thinking, and somebody said, uh, Somebody said, and I was thinking this, well, like, how do you multiply somebody who doesn't want to be multiplied? Like, how, how do you, you know, if you're not going to actively be saying to people, hey, this is what we're doing. This is the purpose of this. Like how, you know, there's an onus. There's a, it's a two way street. You could be like desperately multiplying people all day long, but unless they're engaged with you and doing their part too. So I was like, oh, she should have written a book about that. And lo and behold, she did. And that was called Impact Leaders. And that was where she was talking about, oh my God, there is a raccoon up in the tree eating all the bird seed again yeah cunning the two little hands he's having a great great little meal out there anyway oh, I'd say um, he's having the best time yeah at the very beginning she says uh, she, she, she goes I, I spoke to you know a leader of an organization who said well Liz you can't multiply zero she goes which is what gave me the idea for this book not to say that a person would be a zero, but like if somebody's trying, you know, bringing nothing to work, how do you multiply that? How do you engage them? How do, how do you help them understand that it's a partnership? It's not just, hey, I'm your manager. I'm here to solve all your problems. No, like I'm your manager and I'm here to be a good, be a good manager and do these things. But like you have to be a good partner and do these things in return. And therefore, that's what makes. So like how do you become the best employee and then your manager can be busy all day multiplying you? I loved it. 
And are you finished, Impact Leaders? Of course I'm not. I'm on about chapter five. Oh. But I did do the multiplier course three times with three different groups of people. So I am an expert at it now. I'm not an expert. But like, I've got the theory down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you sound like an expert. I have a book here called, well, no, I've actually moved it to my bookshop. I had it on my to read pile and then I was like, I'm never going to get around to that. Called You Are What You Click, which feels like the closest thing to like a workbook for me, if you know what I mean. Be bad news if I actually am what I click because there's a lot of crap. The number one, like when I open a new window, the number one is Tattle, that terrible blogger gossip website. Oh my God, did I ever tell you when I left Stellar Magazine, Jean Sutton, a friend of mine, she took over as deputy editor after me and she texted me the day after she started and was like, oh my God, I just opened your browser and the number one page is like this blogger's Instagram page who I'm obsessed with. (laughs) Clearly very busy at work. Very busy at work. Well, I am watching. I did discover... Uh, I'm watching Elementary, right, which... What's that? It's grand. Like, oh. it's, it's that old thing about Sherlock Tell Holmes me. in New York, you know? Oh, no. no With no, Lucy no. Liu, right, it's grand. I like, completely different. I ran out of all other cop shows, so I'm watching this. It's grand. It's grand. It's kind of charming little dynamic. Anyway, she said patronizingly. Anyway, the flight attendant on HBO with Kaylee Cuoco. Amazing. I told you to watch this. Have you watched oh. any of it? No, you did tell me, but you didn't tell me it was, it was Kaylee Cuoco. You just said you should watch The Flight Attendant. And I think I was like in one ear out the other. Ah, but, uh, it is excellent. I'm, I'm on season two of it now. It is excellent. It's about, you'll be surprised here, a flight attendant. But is it a comedy or is it a drama? Is it? It's a dramedy. Hmm. Right. It's, um, it's a, and, and also an intrigue espionage it's it's very very it's very right good. Up she's, your yeah, it's very good. But she definitely she's a massive alcoholic in the first one, and it's like very it's handled with humor, but also like it looks just desperate. Like on the one hand, I'm going, God, her life looks great. On the other hand, I'm going, Oh my God, this is just oh, awful. But it's really brilliant. Um, her clothes are great in it. Really, lots and really nice sweeping coats that I was started googling afterwards. Like, where am I going to get these coats? None the wiser. Really nice jeans, trousers, a very fancy, low cut, very low cut gold dress that I was like, hmm, wish I could look that good in that. Also, if I was a massive alcoholic, I don't think I would look so amazing, but she does look great. She's a good actress. I was, I've, I've never watched The Big Bang Theory, but she's very entertaining. Neither have I. And anytime I flicked onto it, I've been instantly annoyed. Don't know yeah, why. Yeah, I've, watched, I've taken it against it in a major way. I should watch that because I've been watching The Girl from Plainville, which is very good, very well acted. It's the one starring Elle Fanning and Chloe yeah. Sevigny. But it's just so depressing. But it's also so soon. Like, how would I feel? How would you feel if that was your your son's story? Like, this only happened a couple of years ago. I feel like, to me, it feels tasteless to be doing this. It's, it's like those ripped from the headlines, Law and Order ones. And I go, really? Like, do you, I literally have zero imagination for a story here, lads. I, I, I understand this one is an actual representation of that case. But isn't it a bit soon? Um, well, I'm just looking up because I, like, as you said that, I was like, I thought it was like 15 years ago, which doesn't feel like that soon. No, 2014 is only eight years ago. So yeah, yeah it was not yeah, 15 was, years yeah. ago. No, no, no. It um, was, it was like eight years ago. And then the Kate, the court case was only about five years ago. Oh, you're right. And she's out of prison already. I mean, can you imagine? Like, I don't know how it's, it's tough. I mean, there's a lot of these right now. And, and Renee Zellweger's just did one as well called... Pam, uh, I think. Pam. There's something yeah. about Pam. Is that what it's yeah. called? I think it's just called Pam. And uh, mm, it's not. Go on. It's, it, it's definitely not just called Pam. At really, think. Brandon? When did you first notice this? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, 
And and she was talking about. Oh like, my god, it is called Pam. I, I know, apologize. Rosemary. I'm I didn't so wa- sorry. I know. I didn't want to rub it in, but like I knew that. You're welcome. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, for, for, you're not sorry at all. You're just embarrassed because you were caught on a recording being oh, so obnoxious. I'm genuinely sorry. Unbelievable. Liam, take that all out. <laughs> um, but like I was reading her, I was reading her interview in Vogue or something. I don't know, bizarre. And she was like. She was like, oh, I just, when I read this, when I read this story in the news, I just had to buy the rights. I was like, how do you buy the rights to my tragedy? I don't know. This is a bit odd, like. That is I mean, maybe I, maybe I sell the right. Maybe I'm like selling the rights to my tragedy. For, I mean, obviously, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know how it works. I'm not an entertainment lawyer. I mean, I don't think you really own your own story per se in that sense. If it's newsworthy, I think anybody can make a story out of it. Maybe you just kind of like a trademark or something that I don't know you probably commissioned somebody to write it somebody who works in film or TV let us know how this works yeah yeah exactly because I'm starting to I'm starting to dangerously hypothesize here (laughs) yeah Brandon you you don't know everything (laughs) (laughs) poor Brandon he'll be like I'm never doing that again but listen speaking of high quality drama I've started watching for the first time in my life The Kardashians (gasps) the new series on Hulu yeah, I never watched Keeping Up With The Kardashians before. I mean, I'd seen the odd episode, you know, either because it was on TV or because I was in someone's house or whatever. And I'd kind of gone, oh, that seems like nothing ever happens in the episodes on Keeping Up With, with The Kardashians, as far as I can tell. But I started watching The Kardashians, I think because I saw it so, like, it was drummed into Don't me, even bother making excuses. You started watching it. I started watching it. And I mean, I don't really know. It's kind of done more now in the Hill style. So like every episode has kind of a, like a through arc. So one episode is kind of about Courtney getting engaged with Travis Barker, who, by the way, seems like the biggest sap. Does he? Oh my God. Chris Jenner bought a new house. That was the theme of the last episode. She bought it. Well, Chris Jenner buys a new house and Scott Disick is having a meltdown. But she, she bought a new house and they all came over to have a look at it. And Travis Barker walked around the house the entire time with this like blue leather jacket tossed over his shoulder and held on by his finger like a fashion blogger at Paris Fashion Week trying to get papped outside the shows. It was the most embarrassing. He walked around the whole house like that. Like put your coat down. Well, You're staying for dinner. What? Maybe he's not. He looks very skinny. He's probably not eating a lot of dinner. I mean, potentially he could eat a lot of food. Just be very healthy. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> what about the one I, I saw? I saw a clip of one where poor, what's her face? Courtney? found out that Tristan was Chloe had fathered another child oh yeah Chloe that hasn't happened yet in the show I think that might be the oh. next episode or the episode oh, after yeah horrific because like, so far Chloe's desperate. basically saying yeah Tristan and I are back together we've kind of been keeping it on the down low our relationship is going really well he's in therapy we're in therapy he's really trying oh. you know like he's he's my best friend we get on so well and like I, and I know this tragedy is coming poor Chloe oh. is right I mean, is it a tragedy? She'll look back in the future and be like, well shot at that loser. And you know what's actually the weirdest thing is that, so on Hulu now, when, when you're finished The Kardashians, you know it automatically goes on to this, like your suggested next show. And my suggested next show after The Kardashians is Keeping Up With The Kardashians. So yesterday I finished watching The Kardashians. I didn't have the remote. I was too lazy to get it. Rosemary, the playing. amount of excuse making you were doing around playing. watching The Kardashians. It suddenly started playing season one, episode oh, one of Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Playing. I can, I can imagine you. And Beatrice. Oh, oh, oh this no, thing. Listen. Oh, good. I'll close so, my eyes. Oh, I've been closing my eyes for 30 minutes. Oh, it's still on. Oh. 
And basically, if somebody said to me, this, like, Keeping Up With The Kardashians is a comedy sketch show where comedians take off the, the cast of The Kardashians because they all look so different. They act so different. It's shot so, like, amateurishly. It's like, some, it's, it's like an early, like, MTV reality show. It's so weird to what, watch. What, this was season one? Back. This was, so, like, after I'd watched yeah, The yeah. Kardashians, it then flicked back to season one, episode one of the very, very first one where yeah. they're what, like... What do you mean they look different? They just are a lot younger, Beatrice. It's almost 20 years ago. (laughs) Is it? Do they actually look different? I mean, given that, though, do they actually look any older? Um, No, they don't look older. They look like... Jesus, I need to get on my rowing machine. Their own waxworks. Oh, God, I need a waxwork. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd love to have a waxwork that I could just, like, pop around the place. I could just carry around if I didn't want to go to anything. I'd just have to make sure I'd be like, I'd be like, here, here I am. I'd be like, the waxwork would have melted. You'd I was going to say, I'd be like, here I am. Put me in the shade. <laughs> so season one of the Kardashians was 2007. So 15 years ago. You're not very good with your dates today. No, I'm terrible with my dates, but they're 15 years ago. Yeah, and they all look... And poor, actually, poor Chloe. And just like... I just feel so bad for poor Chloe, who was always basically got like a really bad rap for being the bigger of the three sisters and like got called the ugly one in the media. Well, who's like, had the last laugh now? Now she looks... But like, she was gorgeous. But look at her now, she's removed 82 ribs and she has a waist the size of... Look at my two fingers together. Bigger than her waist. I know, but it's just you didn't need to. She was gorgeous. We're all gorgeous as we are. We don't need to turn into our own waxworks. Yes, Beatrice, she was. Beatrice literally making a face like, but was she? She was. I'll actually send you, I'll send you a picture from season one, episode one. She was so you cute. You are such a telltale. Do you know that? Yes. So, okay, so, so if you had one recommendation of something that you've read or seen the last while, what would it be? Oh, definitely The Flight Stand. It's great. And that Audrey Shulman book that I'm not allowed to mention. I would recommend The Love Hypothesis by Ali Hazelwood really enjoyed it and also the snag list by Sophie White but I'm not quite finished that so I can't really tell if the ending is going to be satisfying I'm sure it is well, thank you all so much oh. for listening what oh it's fine I had, I'm sure I had some oh. other things to recommend but that's fine but save it for the next time <laughs> thank you all so much for listening to Not Without My Sister you can get us on Instagram at Not Without My Sister individually under our names with A's and our Max our website is notwithoutmysis.com and please email us notwithoutmysis at gmail.com with all of your thoughts we want to hear them thanks for listening Thank you. Bye. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity. Sound and original music by Don Kirkland. And our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Petrified, the horror fiction anthology podcast from a darker Ireland is back. Who's there? Petrified tells the chilling tales of ordinary people encountering the supernatural and their terrifying fates. Oh, dear God! Reverend Mother! CrimeReads.com said Petrified is extremely well-written, expertly produced and brilliantly acted. Don't leave me here! Petrified, Series 2, out now. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.